don't have a long shirt, did I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, hey, Barons. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, no. Uh, guys, uh, well, okay, I'm peeking a little bit on that one there. All right. Guys, welcome to our first episode of Steadfast Rebels. I think we're calling this Always Making. Uh, I think. That works. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, this is not our first endeavor in podcasting. Uh, we did my little uh, fun thing while we were moving and then ended up having to kind of cancel it as we kind of got things rolling with stuff. Um, but yeah, we had some fun conversations there and just got passionate about uh, things we loved. And so Steadfast Rebels is this new endeavor we have been on for, what are we, two years now? Almost. We're in our second year of Steadfast Rebels officially. Officially, we did... Yeah. Our LLC, we started our Etsy shop through yep. there, we've yep. gone through shows, um, and one of the things that we've realized doing the shows that we've been doing is there's a lot of talented artists out there, and we want to have conversations with them. Yeah, we um, have met so many cool people, talented people, just, yeah, it's been so much fun to meet so many artists, makers, people doing all kinds of cool shit that they love doing <laughs> they love doing they're passionate about yeah. <laughs> we get like excited to like get to a show and uh like talk with them for a short minute the little time that we have spent with everybody because we are at the shows Running and trying to do booths. yeah in between booth, <laughs> buying stuff um if you've followed us on social media um you we've like posted up our art wall that we have in our basement here with all kinds of local artists that we just love and it helps inspire us to continue creating cool art and crafting and makers and stuff like that but um we're getting way ahead of all of this because uh the whole point of this whole show is to highlight makers and highlight like creativity and explore stuff we're going to try to talk to local artists musicians cooks bakers like everybody who falls in a category of creativity because it's what we love doing and we love talking with people and like it's what we've done our whole lives <laughs> yeah so like let's go back a little bit here okay. and kind of give that introduction episode for people who don't know us who are first coming on board with us um who have meet recently met us in the past year of doing shows um and kind of introduce ourselves a little bit so um oh yeah did we even say our names we, we have it we, <laughs> so we were automatically assuming people know who we are and everything well that's, that's what uh, titles are for <laughs> yeah, that's yeah i don't know if i decided to do titles <laughs> Um, but uh, go ahead, uh, yeah. Christy. So uh, I'm Christy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I've been making since I was a kid. I used to love doing anything and everything creative. Um, I mean, I used to like write short stories. I used well, I learned how to sew when I was just uh, ten or eleven. Um, used to make jewelry. My favorite thing was about summers having school off was that my mom would take me to the local craft store and let me pick out like one or two little craft kits that I could just enjoy doing all summer long. And that's what I would like love to do and pick something new each summer and learn a new craft. Um, so yeah, I just always, always, always making. <laughs> yeah, always making. Um, and also college wise, you went into... Yeah, so... Um, in school, my favorite subject was always biology or any science-related subject, um, but I realized pretty early on that 
not that it was boring, I love it, I still think it's fascinating, but that it wasn't something that was like utilizing my whole brain. It wasn't using, utilizing that creative side. Um, so I switched my major to film and electronic media. That is what my uh, major was and what my degree is in. Because um, I love doing production design, costume design, prop, um, you know, designing props, any of that kind of stuff was super fun. Um, but then I kind of realized that it was also very stressful. <laughs> and, um, and you know, we grew up in Orange County, California, and commuting to Los Angeles, which is where all the film gigs were, um, sucked. <laughs> and I didn't love that either. Um, so yeah, I kind of floundered for a little bit. I, you know, started my first Etsy shop out of college, um, which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, fell into childcare, but was always, always had an Etsy shop on the side, was always making on the weekends or after work or before work or <laughs> in between classes. Um, so when we moved out to Utah and well, the pandemic hit and things happened, you know, um, realized why not just give it a go full time? So yeah. that's how and the Etsy shop started. Yeah. I had a, a position that was giving us enough kind of flexibility that like you could really go full time. I could help support on the side, but also build what we have built today. Um, and it's really like, yeah, you guys like we'll be giving tours throughout this whole process and everything with you guys because our, our whole basement, uh, we've turned into a workshop for us. And so what we're on right here, this is our four foot by eight foot cutting table that we can cut fabric on. We can create stuff, papers, art, all kinds of stuff. And we have that ability here. There's uh, stuff beside behind us uh, on both sides. We have workbenches and tools on one side. We have printers. I think the last count I had of printers in here was about nine, I think, nine or ten. I don't know. Um, yeah, between like the 3D printer, the, the 3D printers, printers. <laughs> our special photo printers, our screen printing machines. Like we have a bunch of stuff that allows us to play in different mediums and stuff like that. But uh, again, I'm, I'm getting ahead of all of this here. Yeah. Um, myself, uh, I'm, I'm Derek. Uh, and so I have been again, same situation making since I was a very young age. I th the, the earliest memory I have of making was uh, playing with skateboard, the little fingerboard tech decks, um, making uh, ramps and my dad teaching me how to use a jigsaw so I can get the curves of the ramps. And then I was using linoleum tile with like stickiness uh, to it to like press on the wood and get the curve and it worked great. But that's like, I, that, that's like my earliest memory of like making stuff um, with my hands and physically, cause it's like, I wanted toys I, and I, I couldn't afford to go buy the brand name stuff, but we had piles of wood, I had tools and I started making things to spend my creative time. Um, went through uh, high school uh, with uh, digital media, wood shop, uh, auto body, uh, well, it was small engines is what it was called <laughs> back then. Uh, we worked on lawnmowers, but uh, we worked on lawnmowers out of a book. We never actually touched a physical engine. <laughs> but uh, photography. by that time they'd gotten rid of all the, the, like, all the stuff. Yeah. And, classes. Um, but like did the photography side of things, uh, played soccer, um, knew I wasn't going to go through college playing soccer. I, I was, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't going to be a career choice for me. Um, and my senior year is actually when I met Christy, um, through a broadcast class and, um, I was, uh, opportunity to go to a college for costume design. I really wanted to jump into, uh, the FITM Institute for Design and Marketing, um, in LA and do costumes because I toured it my freshman year and they had 
movie costumes there on one of their museum sets that they had and it was like eye-opening it was like this is so cool i can i can make costumes this is really cool um but when i got into broadcasting i realized the camera side of things has been like this cool thing i've played with cameras before and i was like oh well if i can film the stuff i can also make the stuff so I started buying props, I started making costumes, I started making that stuff, but then I could try to film them with all my camera stuff. Long story short, went to college for interactive media design, was able to learn uh, a lot of digital media, video side of things, working all the... I mean, we're, we're talking, this is 2005, <laughs> 2006. Well, we got uh, through to high school, 2005. We, we, so, um, and so, for you guys don't know, uh, we have been doing this for over... 18 years now we've been together for over 18 years now um and but it is one of those things where we've continued to grow continue to make um i've worked for a couple different production uh, companies doing a bunch of different stuff building sets um going through the motions that way um i i've done over i think it, like glass count was like like over a thousand productions between like the live streaming stuff i was doing for some companies the podcast stuff i was doing for stuff so there's a lot of like this multimedia thing that i really do enjoy being a part of but like the the thing that always gets me is building with my hands and like being able to physically make something out of it has always been the exciting part but yeah that's where we have come to today and uh the last podcast uh, we tr we were working on and everything uh, was a personal project of mine where I just got to hang out with friends um, that were in a similar kind of like passionate like drive that I had and I could just have conversations in my car with them and um, what did was it, what was it called passenger seat oh, so yeah. like I just like I was like right on the nose I called it passenger seat <laughs> and I was like hey the, my friend's gonna sit in the passenger seat and we had conversations we sat in your driveway talking yeah. uh, we I was in a, a ramen parking lot with one of my buddies talking um, about his Game Boy building experience uh, I was talking in another parking lot uh, with a buddy from Northern California who was like very passionate about the airsoft world which I was involved in for a, a short uh, a minute and everything and like just hearing all that and like the biggest thing that came to realization was people having passion for what they're doing and um, we are now going on a year of doing shows not a lot of shows just trying to get ourselves out there see what it's about and putting ourselves like we're being vulnerable yeah. kind of thing and yeah. exposing and by shows you mean like local markets flea markets farmers markets art shows, art yeah, shows. Yeah. things like that stuff uh, we have a really fun festival that we have here in utah uh, called diy fest um we first moved out here and we attended it and like we're blown away mm -hmm. the talent and the creativity the amount of like artists that were just putting themselves out there. I wanted to buy everything. I, we, we bought a lot of stuff. Like we bought a bunch of like prints. We bought a bunch of things. Uh, it was really cool. And we walked away from it going, we can do this. Like we, we, we need to be here the following year. We need to put ourselves out there. And we signed up for it uh, in April of 2020, right? No. Uh, 2021. Yeah. Uh, April 2021. We signed up for it. No, and that was 2022. 2022. Yeah, you're right. 2022. <laughs> sorry. Um, we signed Dates up for it together. and uh, we didn't know what we were kind of doing. We were kind of going to see what happens. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. We got into um, 
a show called SLC Punk Flea Market mm -hmm. um, that just happened to be like a month before. So we're like, oh, it's a smaller show. Let's try that. Test out our setup, figure yeah. out like what we need, yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> and I think we both fell in love with the community that was there. We fell in love with like the aspect of like putting ourselves out there and like people instant gratification of like, hey, this is really cool. I didn't care that people didn't necessarily buy our stuff. Like we did, we had sales. It was it was not bad, but it was a great show. It was a great show. But more than anything, I think it was meeting people and having conversations, and, and just about common interests. They see something they like, then we, they want to talk about it. We want to talk about it. Um, yeah, it just it was so gratifying to meet people that were like into our stuff, what we were making, interested in the same things we were interested in. So we did that first show, and that was July of last year. Mm -hmm. That was our first show. Then we went to DIY Fest, which which was in we, August we, next we, month. Yeah, which was three days. Mm -hmm. We didn't know we, like we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into with that. Like we're like, <laughs> we're okay, let's exhausted. try this. We're gonna like we we like we're buying stuff off of like the local like. Facebook Marketplace, KSL, like classifieds, all these things just to try to like make ends meet. We had like a pop-up easy up that like we were able to get uh, through online purchase. And it was just like, okay, I think we're, we're fine. We're, we're gonna take some shirts, we're gonna take some prints. We uh, do some of our stuff that we have on Etsy. And it was great. Yeah. And so um, again, it, it was that like light ourselves, like that fire underneath us to really try and then and we had no idea what to expect. Yeah, and going then into it. then we went and we did uh, the local Comic Con, which is called mm -hmm. Fanex. And again, like it was awesome. Like it, like the the passion again. Like, and we have a history of cosplay. Christie's done plenty of cosplay stuff, and like we can put um, some pictures up. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's uh, what do we have? It's a two foot by two foot head in your uh bigger than that bigger than i mean it's like a massive <laughs> we used it we, we used a 35 gallon tote right is that what, what i don't remember how big it was but, but a big plastic tote filled it with the rapid expanding foam with another tote inside of it because i was gonna have to carve it out and hollow it out so i could put it over my head and it's it's um, a fun co yeah so this all <laughs> well, real quick this backstory this all started the little girl that i used to nanny who is like love or death one of my best friends um I make her costumes every year, and one year she decided she wanted to be the Funko Pop version of Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. So I said, okay, I'm gonna make this thing, it's gonna be a big deal, I'm gonna make this thing, but if I do, I'm making a matching one for myself, and we're going to the local, this was in California, the local WonderCon, which was a small um, Comic-Con event, and... I mean, it's not small. It's well, a, it's, it's a, not it's small a, anymore, yeah. starting out small. Yeah. <laughs> it's not San Diego size kind of no. thing, but it is still a very it is, large it event. Is. Um, but I was like, we're going to go to this together and show these off. And so I made her Luna Lovegood one. And then I made myself Moaning Myrtle um, Funko Pop cosplay. Yeah. And I made the robe. I hand dyed everything. Obviously made the head. We Our yeah. first uh, time attending Fanex here, you did wear that out here. Yeah. And so that, that was a nice thing. But we still have, like, that's the fun part. Like, we've created these things that we can use and, like, they sit up on our shelves and like as decor pieces for us. But what um, else are you gonna do with <laughs> expandable foam. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where we didn't know what we were doing. We were gonna try stuff. We experimented things, and that's one of the things we really enjoy about the crafting and the creative side of things is we get to try. And I don't know how many times we failed, uh, like working on that with different attempts and stuff. 
But in the end, that result was amazing. It was awesome. It, people were so stoked to see it kind of thing. And that was, I think that was like kind of like an early introduction into like that, hey, people like what we're doing kind yeah. of thing. And so we did the Fanex show. Uh, we, we got a booth there. Again, the fun part, I think, about Fanex for me is it's a different demographic of people coming in than like at an art show mm -hmm. and they're like people are hardcore passion about the fandoms and mm -hmm. i mean we're not nerds per se <laughs> like with uh we've got uh star wars stuff up there you have your luna love or no you have your uh, money Mur 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 pop, yeah. pop up it's on the um, song machine right Ooh. we have there um <laughs> i can't point backwards there's uh like, there's D&D &D stuff in our basement, there's Star Wars stuff, we're big Star Wars nerds, um, but, like, the fandom that comes at a place like Fanex, and when they come into your booth and they're wearing their cosplay, or we had a friend that helped us out and she was wearing a, a Robin cosplay, that, like, people came in and were like, oh my god, this is so cool, and, yeah. like, just that, that uh, connection that you get with people, and, again, I, I keep, keep using the word passion, but it is one of those things that, like, y it comes through because everybody has this like passion to to what they really love what they do and places like fan x or art shows or uh markets or stuff is when you get to meet people that have those similar interests those similar things like we get to get on forums we get to talk to people we get to like see that all online and social media and everything but like it's a totally different like feeling like being in person and someone sees your art sees your craft or like We've, we were at a, a roller derby event because uh, your skate accessories uh -huh. that you make because of your passion of roller skating. Um, and someone likes like, oh my God, like you, you, you make the, the, and like, they're like, I have your shirt. And like, she literally yeah. like, had she like shirt. recognized yeah. it. it was a weird, like, I don't want to say slurred moment. Obviously yeah, we're not, not sorry, but, <laughs> but it was like, she recognized us yeah. and it was just and wild. Super, she had one of our shirts that she had bought from us. Yeah. So it was super she, cool. She put on her Jersey because she was like checking us in, but she's like, Oh, I, I was wearing it. And it's right. It's like right on the chair behind her. She's like, Oh my God, I can't believe you guys came out to bed. And I'm like, it's really cool to meet people and have those conversations with them. So, Again, coming back to this whole thing is we have met some amazing people in this art world, in this creative space, in this maker space, however you guys want to define what you do. We want to have conversations with you. We want to share, like, we, we want to know what drives you. We want to know what, what builds, like, that creative, like, passion <laughs> for, for you guys. Yeah, like, what lights like, you up? What makes it um worth doing yeah i mean we have been very fortunate and like I, I i say this in a in a way because a lot of people might like see what we have here and go like oh my god you're rich or and i'm like no i i forget what we saw no. was if we were craft rich <laughs> i forget what i saw but i was laughing like a about being um, responsible and spending all of our money on, on craft stuff which and, is i mean kind of literally this morning we're driving around filling our trunk up with supplies <laughs> that we're going to make stuff with. And I was kind of, I'm like, I love this because it's not like we're not buying things to like make us, how, like, how do you, where it makes us happy, but it's not like that fake, like, uh, materialistic mm -hmm. happy. It's like, no, I'm going to put my hands on this stuff. I'm going to make things out of it. No, I'd rather buy gonna... $6 jeans from the thrift store so that I can spend more money on fabric yeah. to like make cool stuff. <laughs> well, how many times are we at Joanne's a week? Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
And so that's one of those things. And so that's the slow, like the small introduction of what we're doing here and stuff, what we've uh, created, what we're going to continue sharing with you guys. We have a few people lined up that we really want to talk to. And um, I think for me, one of the biggest things that's driven like this whole conversation back and forth with people is I worked at a senior facility for a short moment and I would have uh, conversations with uh, the old folks that were living there and I realized like I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing what people have to say about their life. Whether it's high, low, I think everyone has an interesting story and I think every artist, every person that's being creative, every person that's being uh, putting themselves out there in a vulnerable state kind of thing has something to say and so i mean hey hopefully we can have those people on here and have those great conversations but um some of the projects we're working on right now and so one of the projects you just finished about cosplay let's (laughs) let's go into the cosplay set side of things and let's kind of split this around our little introduction and really get into some of the stuff we've been making lately so what was your last part we literally took it yeah yeah so the the one we dropped off at the mailbox this morning um, was a massive, and I mean massive, uh, Moon Knight cloak. So um, it was the hood and the cape, full half moon cape, ended up being 11 feet wide from tip to tip, um, full half moon shape, and then the hood with the point, and um, I mean, we could throw up graphics, but you know, the crescent moon and everything. Um, <laughs> that thing took way longer than I thought it was going to, which is what always happens, because I get into it and I really want to get the details right and I end up spending way more time on it than I probably should and I should probably charge way more money, but I do it because I love doing it. We can literally say blood, sweat, and tears on this one because a oh, needle did, did go through I, your finger. I did stab myself yesterday <laughs> This is the second as well. time this has happened. <laughs> yeah. Not as bad though, so. Well, and I think <laughs> I think that was actually making one of the hoods, not the cloak. Oh, that's okay. okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to sew the hood really fast so I could get back to work on the cloak. Um, but yeah, so that one uh, came out pretty great. I'm pretty happy with how that came out, um, but it hasn't gotten to the customer yet. Well, maybe by the time this comes out. Oh, by the time this comes out, yeah. for sure. Because I was like, I don't know if he loves it, but yeah. um, but this is the second one that this actually customer has ordered from me. I did um, uh, Ghost Azrael from Call of Duty for him as well, though. Which is very cool. Hooded um, cloak, and then the other recent one I did. Um, oh my gosh, what was the one I did in between? Now I'm blanking. I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Oh, you did the uh, uh, re- Renaissance. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one was really fun, too. Yeah, yeah. so I did a full, like, tabard and, um, like, poncho-style cape and hood set for um, someone who does LARP. And uh, he has, like, the whole armor and his weaponry and all of that, and so that was really fun and exciting um, just because I got to, like, throw my own spin on the design. And yeah. Well, that, that's one of those things, like... I really like the idea of LARPing kind of thing. So uh, the airsoft side of it, I, I always call it military LARPing. Like that's because we're playing dress up, we're running around with toy guns, and we're just playing pretend. <laughs> like it, it was a hundred percent LARPing. But like I have but bow, bow and arrows. Military. Yeah, I have bow and arrows. <laughs> I have uh, what do I? I have. Um, you have. I, I have a bunch of weapons. Wacky, I have swords. Like mace things. Yeah, I have the mace <laughs> in there. Uh, I. I, I collect so many weird random things things that i just like that's cool someone made this and so i, I buy it and it's interesting and like it like manufacturing and all this stuff um is it's just a really cool process to me um with that but the crazy part and like it's 
I had a buddy in Airsoft who wanted this hood to look like a video game player. Mm -hmm. That hood, you designed it almost three years ago, almost four I mean, years ago now. that was for Assassin's, an Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed character. Style, right? And uh -huh. that's what they were on. So he wanted his paintball mask to fit underneath it. He mm -hmm. wanted the hood to go over. I feel and like kind it was of, more like four um, years ago because it was before we moved it, here. Yeah, it was just before we moved you were yeah. able to make that. But yeah. Yeah, so about four years. But and, just a like basic large style hood like you said so it would fit over the helmet and then an infinity scarf that would loop around and be protection uh -huh. from getting shot with bbs and yeah, stuff like that paintball the <laughs> but that has turned into the craziest i think is we've gotten uh, someone asking for a one six scale version of it for their uh -huh. action figure yep yep i made one for a little, little, little action figure. figure it was for a darth maul yeah you actually figure. took my storm or my scout oh, trooper yeah to use the size and everything um but you've now made multiple cosplay, like, full things that aren't even listed on our stuff and or anything. Um, yeah. But just because... But that also goes back to your wizard robes, because uh -huh. that was, like, one of the first starts with your cosplay. My magical school wizard robes. Yeah. Uh, um, you got a cease and desist. Which I still got a cease and desist for. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> because they were legit... It's still, like... It still hurts a little inside, because those were legit amazing Harry Potter... You inspired know, inspired <laughs> movie robes i mean they weren't exact replicas with several you know purposeful details being changed because i thought they looked better but um but they were amazing they were way better quality than you could get at the theme parks or anywhere else and i would make each one custom to customer sizes i would have a whole measurement sheet that i had them fill out for me and i had so many customers who were like you know i don't fit into the robes at the parks i'm i'm plus size i'm tall i'm whatever you know, and so it just was really gratifying to make those one of a kind for each person. Yeah. And they were, they were beautiful. Yeah. They were so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, I mean, they but I got a cease and desist because they were too good. They shipped, around, shipped around the world to <laughs> oh, people. Yeah. And that yeah. was really International. Cool. But now these hoods have kind of given us a, a, a step back into the cosplay, LARPing, uh, um, costume, like renaissance, all these different things. And, and and full circle back to my college degree. And the reason I got a degree in film in the first place was because I loved production design, props, costumes. Yeah. yeah. And so that was that whole side of things. And now we've got these these cool opportunities that like people just reach out to us and go, hey, yeah. can oh, you make this? Well, I had the one um, oh, theater a... department from a university contact me and asked me to make a set of four hoods for them to use on stage. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, and then you've... <laughs> There's my film degree. Yeah. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, you, you're working right now, so you've got someone contacting you about making a silk version mm -hmm, of the hood mm -hmm. and stuff. For a general so, colitis uh, cosplay. Cosplay. From, so, uh, yeah. It's one of those fun things we get to do with uh that but that's the uh, moon knight was your latest mm -hmm. and uh greatest and everything with yeah that's what one of the bigger on. ones i've done yeah that one took a couple weeks to kind of get done and a couple different like move from upstairs to downstairs move well because it was here. so big like, there was nowhere to put it we had to move all the furniture out of our living room i had to like vacuum make sure everything was clean lay all the fabric out because it was 11 feet yeah. wide yeah and like so. and so heavy <laughs> and so massive and my back was hurting that night because I was just like on the floor bending over lifting all this fabric yeah, yeah. trying to like lift it on my sewing table so I could sew a <laughs> well more than 11 foot hem yeah 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 but fun yeah I mean, and you'll do it all again. Absolutely. That, that's the reality. Well, like, I might want to take a break before I do that exact one again, but yes. <laughs> but uh, hopefully the, uh, the customer who, once he receives it and everything, because like Christy said, we haven't heard, he hasn't received it yet. We shipped it out this Literally, morning to him. Yeah, put it in the middle and so morning. hopefully he's super excited and uh, we potentially see it uh, out in the world in some cool photos 
later on. I, I imagine he'll probably be at some of the local Comic-Cons to mm -hmm. where he's at and everything, mm -hmm. and that will be a fun time to kind of see that. And yeah, because he up. has the rest of the costume. Yeah, because so. we've a couple times we've seen things pop up out there in the world and like your Moni Myrtle like cosplay mm -hmm. like pop up in a couple blog things. Yeah, and like, oh, yeah, the Moni Myrtle, the photo of um, me and, and uh, well, Moni Myrtle and Luna Lovegood, the two Funko Pop ones, the two, one of two of us together, that photo has popped up in quite a few different places. Yeah, and that's always exciting. a very like surreal like mm -hmm. experience when like that kind of stuff happens because yeah. you, you know, we're not we're not doing any of these things for publicity we're not doing any of these things for we, like we were i don't know if we do a very good job of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no we clearly do it because it's what we are passionate about yeah and and that's one of those fun things that we get to continue doing and i it's like i we we've had conversations in the past and everything we're not driven by money in that sense. And I, I know it sounds cheesy and cliche and all this stuff, but like, we like need money it, is we need necessary, it yeah. but it's not a motivating factor for either no, one of us. No, like the amount of like things I have just purchased just to try something. Just like, I tell people who like have conversations with me about, it's like, what's 20 bucks? Like, throw it at some paint, throw it at like carving tools, throw it at stuff. Like I, I go back to like my dad always like, like buy the right tool for the job kind of thing. And probably not the best like in like advice to give when like you do so many things tools are expensive so you have tools for so many <laughs> i'm like, just looking around the room. the room again we will show tours of our basement space but like it's a little I'm, ridiculous I'm, i can look at across and there's two leather ponies there there's a tape dispenser there's Three presses. You can't, you literally can't. It would take it, us an hour presses. to name everything just on that shelf. <laughs> on that shelf. Just on that shelf. <laughs> and then there's that shelf and that shelf and that shelf and that shelf. <laughs> We've gotten much better. Like what you guys see behind us looks very clean. And I think what you guys don't see below on the table, it, <laughs> underneath the table. And that shelf. And that, and that over shelf. There. And then what's crazy is because we got done with shows this past weekend, uh, which uh, if you guys haven't, uh, visited the Ogden Farmers Market. Farmers uh, Market Ogden. Farmers there, Market Ogden. Sorry. Is their Instagram? Yeah. Um, super cool event. Another one of those ones where like I came back. I'm like, oh, I'm making some cool stuff. Like even after the long day on. So we did Saturday at the uh, Farmers Market, Market in Ogden, Ogden. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did the uh, Big Cotton. Um, Big Cottonwood Canyon, so BCC Flea Market. Flea Market. And on that's Sunday. Gorgeous. That's up at Brighton Resort. Yeah, uh, like such a nice like location you couldn't ask for a better place to be like sitting and chatting with people and selling things yeah. like because you're just like surrounded by gorgeous mountain views yeah and there's still <laughs> snow up there and everything so there's snow in the parking lot there's all kinds of, so it's it, but it was one of those it was a very busy weekend but again coming home sunday night after doing the back-to-back -back shows and uh, uh doing a soccer game as well <laughs> in between that um uh i was downstairs in my office working and then after I, I we kind of got done with that or I got done with that I was upstairs on my iPad <laughs> drawing stuff because I was inspired to create more stuff kind of thing because it, it was it was that high of like oh people like what they saw kind of thing and so um there's it, it's very therapeutic to just come downstairs and be able to create anything we want to create we have an idea like try it like yeah. see what happens 
And um, and it's I, so fun that we get to like share this space. Not something we want to build towards even more is sharing yeah. this with friends, with people we Other meet. Other creatives. Yeah. Well, that was one of the conversations we had coming down from uh, one of the shows because we met somebody up there and they're talking about, hey, we should talk. We should like see about like working together. She does really good, cool tie dye art. Awesome tie dye. Um, hopefully, we can get her on the show. Um, and kind of talk about her passion with uh, the tie-dye stuff. But I do screen printing, and so she's like, we should collab, or I want to learn screen printing. And all. it's like, and we came down the mountain, and we're like, man, this is why we need a barn and everything. We need just... a property with a like a whole like, second structure that we can be a just studio that we can just like have... Share with people. Classes, have people come in to use tools. Like, yeah, I mean, that's like the dream. <laughs> that, yeah, that definitely, because the thing that... I don't want to hold this to myself. I don't want to keep what I have. I tell everybody I meet that's like creative. I have a lot of friends that I've worked with in the past. I'm like, guys, I have the tools. I have spent the time. I have done the like we research to get some years so, collecting collecting these this. tools. <laughs> come use it. Like come be like creative with it. Then we have friends that come down and like I forget it was uh, you had your friends come down and you guys were just making wreaths. Yeah, um, we had a craft <laughs> night. Me and my girlfriends were making wreaths and. Um, one of uh, my friends, we went to Evermore Park, which oh, was yeah. super fun. And um, she always wanted to have a little like corset top um, in that Ren Fair kind of style. And I was like, well, come over and we'll make it. Like, yeah. we'll make the pattern. Well, you have the fabric already. Like, let's just make it happen. So I have all the equipment, the tools. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. And we did in like an afternoon. And I, I think that's a very like gratifying feeling also of like sharing and teaching and passing on what we have kind of thing. And so that's a really exciting thing for the future of all of this for us and everything because like i said like even if this podcast goes nowhere for us this is just a fun side project for us that we again we i love doing this multimedia side of things and like i've done it how many years have i been doing this so it, 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 it i, get <laughs> I mean this, if you count from high school because that's yeah, when we started yeah. with our bbn oh you can't see it but we have i think they can see it on your camera just oh, over your shoulder yeah, yeah kind of thing um yeah our high school news program. Uh, yeah, that was 2000. Well, for me, since 2002. Two. But for you, since 2004. Two yeah. 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 Um, but, like, I get an itch. Like, I get, I get it's like, I, I tell people because the drug of my choice is cameras. Um, I have had, I've gone into debt for cameras. <laughs> I have uh, purchased since college. I'm probably over a uh, hundred cameras, like between all my film stuff. Guys, there between... was a, a point in time where it was like cameras were ranked here. I was ranked here. I I'm still, hoping... I think, at that time. I was <laughs> just gonna say, I was hoping since we're married that maybe I, I got bumped up above cameras, but maybe I not. I kind of bought new cameras for this. I oh, didn't yeah. tell you, but <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I I don't keep anything from you. <laughs> No. I, I come over like, there's this camera that's on sale that's a really good price. How I think much? I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, we can afford it, I think. And then <laughs> we're going to go for it. It's like, it's really good. And then I sell the whole idea of it. And then we well, go. and it's not like yeah. I'm a hard sell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, either, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And so, but um, that that is, I, I've, 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 I've thought about this multiple times. And I was listening, like I bought uh, um, some vintage speakers recently. And so mm -hmm. I've been listening to. Uh, some records. Uh, we have a record player and uh, grew up on records with my dad. He used to DJ. I've had CD folios of music. So music has always been a very big passion. 
through college era, I was worked with a lot of different bands, doing photography, uh, videos for them, uh, music videos, different stuff like that. So like, I, it's come down to like where my my passions again, lack of another word, um, it, it revolves around music, cameras, and creativity kind of thing. And I think the cameras and the music could like express creativity in their own right, but like I will go back to like, I, I was sitting, listening to an Incubus uh, vinyl record yesterday just with the speakers, like I think what, maybe two feet away from me, just kind of listening, and I'd like, I was zoning out because, I, I mean, I, I haven't heard, listened to the album in a while and just happened to have it there, popped it in, and I was like, this is, it's that like thing that goes back to oh yeah music drives a lot of the choices i make cameras drive a lot of the choices i make and then that creativity that just flows between those things and again it goes back to the artist with the musicians and like the like the passion that you got with certain artists and i was very fortunate to be behind the, uh, backstage with people and kind of got their pre-game before their shows, their post-game after shows and their feelings and their emotions and all this stuff. I think it was a very cool experience to have at a very young age, fortunately, that like I saw what passion and like drives people and like that motivation for it. And so, like I said, like cameras are that drug and like I, I played guitar, not good. Uh, <laughs> so I, I get better. I, I felt better with cameras. He <laughs> I think there's a few. I never played them. <laughs> they were written, but they never got played. <laughs> you played for me once. Did I? Yeah. Oh, God. Cringe. <laughs> well, since I was in love with you, I was, you know, pretty spoony. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, looking back now, probably pretty cringe. Yeah, pretty cringe. Probably. Yeah, it was probably but more... it was high school. There were so many, like, hormones raging. Oh, yeah. We were just so in love. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> A uh, little bit about us. Um, is there anything else we want to kind of cover down on this first episode? We're going to be sharing so many stories as we go forward. We've had a lot of years of doing this, building this, Clearly. growing this. Um, we'll get deeper into some of the details on some of stuff. We might just do a full episode on your uh, cosplay stuff. Go back in time with oh, the gosh. Uh, like wizard things prepare. for those days. <laughs> But like, hopefully, like with the guests we get on, we have great stories with them as well. Conversations about the thing that really drives them with that stuff. But um, anything else on this like kind of first little episode here? I think that was a pretty uh, good lengthy introduction. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't talk too much. Didn't share too much. Didn't go on. <laughs> You so, tell us. Yeah, you tell us. <laughs> so, guys, uh, what we will ask and everything, if you guys are liking and enjoying this stuff and want to see more of us, we're hopefully going to get on a regular schedule with this and be able to share some of the stuff we're doing, keep you guys updated, but follow us on social media. We mm -hmm. try to do our best with keeping you guys up to date with different events we're doing, different shows we're doing, yep. um, we're different projects we're working. Yeah. At Steadfast Rebels, mm -hmm. you've got yourself is at Delightfully Christy, mm -hmm. um, at Producer Derek. I'll get into that story one time on how that all happened <laughs> and everything. Um, but you can see everything we're creating. The art, the drawings, the multimedia stuff, the different mediums we're playing with. I mean, I don't know how many stores we went today just looking for materials and things like that. And um, We'll share tips where we plan on doing some videos and like how we make our stuff, mm -hmm. how we uh, go about yeah, finding so some tutorial our, type of stuff. our materials. We're, I think, 
I think one of the things that we really enjoy about it is that we're very resourceful. We look at recycled goods. We try to like, yeah, like use to a lot of stuff from upcycle stuff. Yep. realm. Um, we get inspired by other people who go that same thing. It is a, a, a very hot topic right now, trying to make sure we have this planet for the future yep. kind of stuff. Do but, our best to divert stuff from the waste stream. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, but yeah, that's uh, I think that's gonna do it for us today on this episode of always making that's uh, weird to say but uh yeah it's uh, so we're gonna try this out and see how it goes and um we've got some shows coming up that we hopefully will meet some great people and have them on on board with us and uh have their stories told yeah like yeah. and subscribe if you want to see more oh god we're doing that <laughs> bye guys bye <laughs>